0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. 2-1 pitch, Myers swings, hits it in the air, deep to center field. Slater's going back. He's at the wall. It's going to go. Will
1: Myers, a three-run home run. Padres have broken it open here
0: in the eighth inning. Seven to nothing, San Diego.
1: They would
2: break it open, and then it would get tight again, but they ultimately would get the 7-4 victory. Welcome in to Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwen Jr. alongside Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Uh, You got a little bit of everything in last night's uh, ball game. You had a stellar performance uh, by Joe Musgrove, who was dynamite. I mean, this was uh, a second consecutive start in which he came out and looked extremely sharp. Six innings of work, two hits, no runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. Um, And then you saw the potential of an explosive offense, even without... Manny Machado in it. They put up seven runs in the eighth um, and, and, and battle round. And then the ninth comes along, and, and Tim Hill struggled. For whatever reason, command-wise, I'm less concerned about that. Uh, Hater came in and, and had did what Hater has been doing uh, really in the last really three, three-and-a-half weeks of this season. Maybe you can call it a full month at this point. Uh, the Padres get a victory. They remain one game ahead of the uh, Phillies, who also won. Uh, A win today, a loss in Philly would mean the Padres clinched that number 5 spot and will be definitely, at this point, headed to New York. So, Chris, uh, you got a little bit of everything last night.
1: Yes, and Scraby's uh, buddy, J.D. Davis, almost uh, sent everybody on unhappy. (laughs) I mean, that fly ball he hit with the bases loaded there and two outs in the top of the ninth inning only came up about two feet short of the Petco porch in right field. But, uh, yeah, Hater hangs on. I mean, what a strange game. I mean, you're not going to get too many games like that where it's scoreless – going to the bottom of the eighth, and then the final score is 7-4. to four.
2: Right. Both but teams bat around. <laughs> it was pretty
1: weird. But, uh, yeah, Will Myers comes up with a big blow, and uh, Padres get a win. And, you know, Joe Musgrove answers the question, was everybody yep. partying too much on Sunday night? Now, Joe Musgrove obviously wasn't. I mean, right. he celebrated Dynamite. along with everybody else, but uh, that's the kind of performance you wanted to see last night. More than even a win or a loss, you wanted to see Joe Musgrove pitch like that because – Hey, if this first-round wild-card series goes to a third game, it's going to be Joe Musgrove that's entrusted with winning that third game. And uh, right now, Tony, appears to be back on the beam, looking a whole lot like the No-No Joe of April yeah. and May. And that's music to the Padres' ears right now.
2: First of all, uh, in terms of the playoffs, the only way you're going to be able to listen to your local Padres broadcasters, that's myself oh, yeah? and Mr. Jesse Agler during the playoffs, is right here on 97.3 Fan. And streaming on the Odyssey app. We will be here for you. Every pitch as the Padres try to bring home, you know, what we hope is uh, the first World Series. Uh, But to your point, Chris, if the Padres get you, Darvish pitching the way he pitched, Blake Snell pitching the way he pitched, Joe Musgrove pitching the way he pitched last night, it, 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 that alone is going to make them a dangerous team, and and, and obviously catching it behind them because that's an important element to it. But they're doing that thing; they're gonna they're gonna be in every ball game. Come playoff, come to this playoff series, whoever it is they're playing.
1: No question about it. And uh, right now, the Mets are trying to keep their uh, faint hopes alive of winning the NL East. They have a two nothing lead over Washington in the first of a doubleheader. In the third inning, then basically the Mets have to win out. The Braves have to lose out in order for the Mets to win that division and put the Braves into the wild-card picture. But right now, you're right, Tony. The Padres with a win tonight. If the Phillies lose in Houston, the Padres could clinch that number 5 overall seed and most likely clinch a trip to New York City to face the Mets. And I I know that everyone's going to talk about how the Mets are unbeatable because they're going to have DeGrom and Scherzer. But like I said, the Padres, uh, to me, can match them. I mean, Darvish and Snell... Darvish is the pitcher of the month in the National League. So there's nobody pitching better than him right now. Uh, Blake Snell has been dynamite the entire second half of the season. And uh, we just talked about Musgrove starting to look like himself. So, uh, you know, in a three-man rotation, the Mets are going to bring it. The Padres are going to bring it. And I'll tell you one thing, it's going to come down probably, even though we think it's going to come down to pitching, it's probably going to come down to offensive execution more than anything else. Who's going to be able to move a runner to third base with yep. one out? Who's going to be able to get that run in from third base with less than two outs? Uh, you know, who's going to be able to get a hit with runners in scoring position? Because we already know, all of these pitchers are so good, they don't give up too many hits when runners aren't in scoring position. Let alone bearing down with runners in scoring position. So, it's going to be a you know a, a chink base hit there, a bloop here. Uh, you know, maybe somebody squares one up and hits a long ball and makes a difference in a ball game, but. It's going to be tight, tight, tight this weekend. If indeed it winds up being Padres Mets, I, I I just think we're going to be on the edge of our seats the entire weekend.
2: I, listen, I, I I believe that no matter who it is, I I think that's what you're going to get. If the pitching is is going to be this strong, especially the starting pitching, um, they're going to be they're going to be in for it. So um, they're going to be I should say they're going to be in 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 on every in in every series, no matter who who they're playing against. So. Um it it, it was uh, also nice. You know, I know he he punched out his first two bats, but to get that double that really got everything rolling there uh Grisham. That was good to see him him come up with a knock there. I mean, he's when you start with strikeouts are piling up and piling up to see him hit a ball not only hit a double, but hit a ball hard to the pool side. Um I thought that was a good thing for him. He, I think he needed a a victory there. He got one.
1: Yeah. We'll take whatever – every little thing's going to help right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if Grisham can Grisham can contribute, then, as Bob Melvin said, their best team is with him in the lineup. And what he's referring to is the fact that that gives him a gold-glove caliber center fielder. Huh. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I like Will Myers right now. I love Jose Ozokar, But Grisham, with the experience and the background to play center field – would be my preferred choice out there, but he has to be able to give you something with the bat, yeah. and I mean, that's tell you what Melvin's what, looking for right now.
2: I tell you what, Will is setting himself up to be that that kind of wild card. Yeah, right. He is. If if he's going to play like he's played since he's come back from injury, uh, it doesn't mean he's going four for four every night. But it seems like in, in moments in, in moments where you know it, they may not seem significant when they happen, he, he seems to be at the on the right side of that here coming up and his versatility is going to be a major factor too
1: yeah you're going to want to make some moves with uh you know uh double switches and pinch hitting and pinch running and will myers gives you a lot of versatility right now i was looking at the mets just i I shouldn't be doing such a deep dive into the mets because we don't know yet that the Padres are going to play them but a couple of things that Surprise me a little bit, Number one, they have the leading hitter in the national league i don 't know if anybody knows that now. Jeff McNeil has passed Freddie Freeman and he 's taken over the lead in the batting race in the National League. Not only that, the Mets have the top batting average in the National League yeah, by a hit. single a single point ahead of the Dodgers so uh you know they can hit a little bit now. The one thing on the Mets that that I like to hear if that's the opponent, is the fact that Starling Marte right now yes. is very questionable as to whether or not he's going to be able to play this weekend. He's got a non-displaced fracture on one of his middle fingers. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what all that means, except to say that he kid, he's not playing today. Uh, he's not going to play the rest of the regular season. And Buck Showalter is very you know, iffy on whether this guy can make it this weekend. As Starling Marte... He may not be Manny Machado, but he's a heck of a good player, and I would love to walk into the series and see him not playing. So let me
2: tell you, this came up yesterday uh, between Jesse and I. I mean, that's a big re. That's a big piece. Like uh, Marte finds a way to get on. All- he-, he does all the little things that that team needs. Right? He, he gets on base. He moves runners. He can play. De- he's good defensive outfielder. Uh, uh, maybe some of the dirty work that. The rest of that lineup doesn't do, you know, Uh, a a more athletic version uh, of what like a a McNeil brings to the table. uh, You have in in Marte who can, you know, do a little bit of everything. And he's not there's no guarantee he's going to be back that having not having your middle finger. I don't care what kind of fracture, displaced, non-displaced. Right. uh, That 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 middle finger is important in and kind of anchoring that that bat in your hand.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. So uh, I, I would root against Charlie Marte being able to play in that series because he's a difference maker. I mean, the Mets already have Francisco Lindor. They got Pete Alonso. And they got some good players in that lineup. We talked about McNeil. He's hitting three he He's got a hit today to extend his lead in the batting race. So the Mets are not just about Scherzer and Degrom. They've, they, they're going to, you know, they got a good chance to end up winning 100 games. They've got 98 wins right now with three games remaining: two today, one tomorrow. And this could be a 100-win team that the Padres are facing in the first round. So, Padres will have to mind their P's and Q's, dot their I's, cross their T's, and do everything right in order to beat a team like New York, especially in New York. But, you know, yeah. they did do it during a regular season, right after the All-Star break. They took two out of three uh, there at Citi Field. And uh, let's hope that they can, if that's their opponent, let's hope they can do it again. But, uh, You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, the Phillies are still in play. Aaron Nola pitched a hell of a game last night for Philadelphia. Took a perfect perfect. game into the two outs in the seventh inning. Retired the first 20. And not just anybody, the Houston Astros – probably one of the best hitting teams in baseball. So Nola helped the Phillies lock down that final playoff spot last night and uh you know I think he's one of the best pitchers in the National League, Austin's brother and uh so terrific job by Aaron Nola last night to get the Phillies into the playoffs. Now we find out, you know, whether it's the Padres in the 5 seed or it's the Phillies. Uh remember the Phillies hold the tiebreaker. So right. if they end up with the same record actually Philadelphia would leapfrog the Padres, but we'll see. You know how that turns out. The Astros are tough, and uh, Philly's got a couple of tough games coming up in order to try and catch the Padres. And, you know, I like the way the Padres played last night. I, yeah. I, I think a lot of us thought it might be kind of a throwaway game after the celebration on Sunday. But just like – remember we had how many calls did we have yesterday from people saying, you know, you're celebrating too much. There's still a lot of work to do. Well, for anybody that was concerned about that, Padres showed that they could go back to work because they went without, right back to without work last Manny night. Too.
2: Manny and Profar are not in the lineup
1: yeah. last night. And so, so They went back to work. They did just fine. So yeah. that that's that's a good sign. Uh, by <laughs> the way, before we go too much further in the show today, Scraby, can I get a little music please? This Is the best I could find on the short notice. <laughs> what is this? You got
2: the nursery rhyme version. I, I can't find. You know huh? what?
1: You know what? There's not a happy real birthday. good happy birthday song out there. <laughs> there isn't. I let the man sing. To you.
0: Happy birthday, happy b- Tony. Happy birthday to you.
1: There we go. Who was that? Go. Daffy Duck and No friends? idea, no idea, Chris. But it has a couple million uh, views, so crazy. I went with you it. You are the best, man. man <laughs> no, you are it. the best, Tony. <laughs> happy birthday to happy Tony Williams Jr. out there. Uh, thank you. Thank we're you. Celebrating ladies and his gentlemen. birthday today, and uh, we're uh, we're uh, happy to honor him. In that uh, pursuit today, as he enjoys a birthday, and uh, what else would you rather be doing, Tony? Than our our talk show and, a, and <laughs> broadcasting a baseball game? Right? I think it's yeah, I know. That's course. a pretty good deal, man. Uh, there's a right. lot of people out there who would uh, who would definitely take that as their birthday present. No, so. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Listen,
2: I'm, I'm writing down my 161st lineup of the year, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be another great day. I'm watching. I'm also watching uh, Gabe Kapler who looks like a bodybuilder right now. And he has <laughs> a Steph Curry jersey on, so he's the guns are out. Suns out,
1: guns out. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he could play linebacker, honestly. <laughs> he does look pretty well-built, I guess I yeah. could say. <laughs> Suffice He's, to say, a la the fan in San Francisco last night who ran onto the field and got flattened oh, by man. that Rams linebacker. Man, Bobby Wagner. Bobby oh. Wagner, yeah. If you're thinking of running on the field tonight at Petco Park, first of all, don't do it. Yeah. Second of all, if you do are stupid enough to do it, I would avoid the Giants dugout yes. area. Because yeah. if Gabe Kapler comes out and lays a hit on you, you're not getting it's, up.
2: It's a wrap. It's, it's, a, wrap. A, it's, it's a, wrap. a wrap. It's a wrap. You know, I, if I was, you know, that guy who ran on the field yesterday uh, for the, in the forty nine er game, he's lucky the guy behind him that came out to the sideline that was chasing him in the Rams uniform. He looked a little more angry than uh, than my man uh, who oh, got him. Uh, you the, mean TAC, fifty? Tack McKinley. Whoever it was who was coming at, he was the
1: guy. I believe he was the guy. He who got brought
2: into it. He, he got into it with his teammate. He later did, in the game, and right? he yeah. brought
1: his grandma's uh, picture to the draft. Remember, he swore on TV, and Dion told him, "Calm down, big man." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, and he's been, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very angry. You could see it he, in his eyes. Yeah,
2: he looked like that guy was. He was gonna. He was gonna do some damage. to me. Although, <laughs> although uh, he he ended up getting hit pretty hard anyway. So he it did. all worked out. He did. All right, uh, thank you guys for the birthday wishes. I appreciate of it. Of uh, course. I do intend to, uh, you know, I saw a lot of people, or I just saw a lot of people have sent me messages on Twitter. I do plan, plan to, I'm not going to reply to everybody. I'm just going to make one big message thanking everybody. Smart guy. But, well,
1: uh, smart guy. Uh, very nice to have uh, it you. It
2: is very uh, appreciated. Happy, happy birthday to you. Uh, thank you. The big 4-0 is here. It's all downhill oh. from what I hear. No, I mean, it, isn't. it isn't. It no, <laughs> <as laughs> isn't. As
1: I wrote you in my note to you this morning, Welcome to prime, to the prime time. time.
2: <laughs> I like that. Join like the that rest of us, pal. In the Welcome over- here's to, prime to prime time. time. Baby.
1: Here's to prime time.
2: <laughs> All right. More Gwyn and Chris on the way. Uh, more Padre talk.
0: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.